Welcome to the Redefining Life podcast. I'm your host, Oreo, and here we are discussing everything from religion to goals to entrepreneurship. We're redefining life a few bare conversations at a time, discussing life's many surprises, the good, the challenging, and everything in between. Hey guys, so I wanted to continue our chat on insecurities and self-worth. Today, I thought I would touch a bit on attaching your self-worth to achievements as well as productivity. Just the other day, I was reminding my Valentine that this time last year, I was suffering from severe unending pains shooting through my chest and my left arm. I was barely sleeping at night, all because of work. See, my weakness has been, and slightly might be, that I attach my self-worth to my work, which subsequently means that if the project I'm working on isn't going well, I'm a failure. When I can't seem to break out of writer's block, I'm not creative enough. When a client shoots down a proposal, I'm not talented enough. I mean, I have a month to go to 29, and I have no partner, no child, no dog. I love my work. I live my work. I breathe my work. I am my work. I am my work. And if I don't do that well, if I don't show up for my work the way anyone would show up in their marriage or show up as a parent, then what the hell am I even doing? I have to have something, right? So I will literally detach myself from my phone. I will skip meals. I will sit in a pile of my dirt. I will speak to no soul and I will work. I will forget that I have a whole life. I have hobbies that I enjoy doing. I have small pleasures I love to indulge in. I have relationships that I value that I need to pour into. The tough thing about attaching your self-worth to anything, it may even be your role as a parent or as a wife, is that your inner critic will keep you up at night and berate you, telling you that you're not doing enough. You could spend eight waking hours pouring your heart and soul into something that you want to see at its very best. Failing to separate you as an individual to your achievements or your role will not only cause a rift between your love and appreciation for that work and role, but it will create a strife in your relationship with yourself where you will end up questioning your talents, your abilities, and your strengths, your strengths outside of that work or role. Why are we always so quick to say, I belong to myself first. But we don't apply that policy in creating healthy connections with things like the work we do and the roles we play in life. Surely, if we approach certain things like the, the, uh, like our careers or, or like these roles that we play, if we approach them in that manner, we would be in a better position to say to ourselves, I am a hard worker, I have truly poured all I can into this, 
there's nothing beyond this that I can do. And as an act of kindness to myself, I am taking a step back. The conditioning that you are only worthy when you have achieved something, when you are married, when you are a CEO of a company, is so sick and so flawed because it tells a story of a person only being valuable enough if they come to the table with something. Outside of that, you don't deserve to be or have or say like any other person would. I personally see this a lot in many entrepreneurs who, like me, have suffered or are suffering from quote-unquote the rules of the game that you must work to the point of death. And if you haven't broken a bead of sweat or haven't poured out blood into one project or another, you don't deserve any kind of accomplishment that comes your way. You are inherently worthy as you are. You are worthy because you are. I am learning that I am inherently worthy myself. And it's difficult. I won't lie to you. I don't have my shit together. But I am certainly no longer letting that tell me that I am only half a person in comparison to someone that may seem like they have their shit together. I'm learning that I'm not just the work that I do. I'm not just my career. I'm not just the co-founder of a successful company. I'm worthy now as a non-dog owner, as a non-crackhead guardian, as a non-partner holder. And so are you. To know and understand my worth means for me to not allow anyone or anything else to define it for me but to create the blueprint for myself of what I do outside of what I do. To remind myself that I am human and that the work I do is just a piece that forms part of my bigger picture. I don't know how this applies to you, but I hope that you are reminded by this episode to take a moment and see what it is that makes up your picture as an individual outside of the different roles that you play. This conversation that we're having now reminded me of a talk that Shonda Rhimes did from a part of her book, The Year of Yes. I've attached in this episode um, a link to that talk and I think that every single young woman deserves to hear and learn from it. In the next episode, we talk a bit about the various things that people do to combat issues of self-worth and insecurities. Come listen to me have a talk to myself out loud about that. And see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel to stay up to date with the episodes and to leave a review for us. To continue the conversation, follow me on Instagram. I am at underscore Oreo the creator. See you next week.